So is trend trading profitable? Oh, let's get my answer away. Is trend trading profitable? I would believe it is. I would believe it is very much. Here's the reason why I say, right? Imagine a stock is trading at $5 and the stock is going to go to $100, okay? The only way it's going to go from five to 100 is inside of a trend. It's not gonna immediately go from five to 100. And even if it did, right? Even if there was like a buyout merger type acquisition thing going on, you'd never know that. You would never know the inside information or you couldn't legally trade on that to make it go from five to 100 but you could see the price going one direction or the other. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now. Get your free copy today, and I'll ship this out right away, and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10-minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon. Traders, I am glad to be back after a long weekend. I'm pulling up my phone right here. Andrew, I see your message. Are we trading at a different time? Of course we're not trading at a different time. But I want to make sure that the message that was sent is the correct time. In fact, hang on. I'm trying to get in focus right now. I am like slightly out of focus and it's driving me nuts. Okay, I can deal with that later. All right, let me look at my phone real quick. Uh, should we be okay? Just got here a couple of minutes ago on the text. Andrew, you tell me. What what made you think that we were on a different time zone? Because I want to be sure that we can all be correct. I'm going to check the email too. The email, 315 Eastern. Yeah, everything I can see looks okay. Good afternoon, Nima. Glad you made it. Andrew, I'm here for you, man. Let me know where you saw 315 or 415, and I want to make sure it's looking good for you. Kavon, good afternoon, sir. Kavon, your episode on the podcast, we got this lined up last week, is going to be on on this Friday. This Friday. Now, remember, this is going to be airing first on ShareVision. So if you're looking for it on YouTube, you'll have to wait another week. In it to win it. The intro clock countdown was an hour away. Intro clock countdown. Intro clock countdown. Oh, I bet the YouTube countdown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. So we had the uh, the time change over the weekend. I think 
that uh, caused a couple issues and confusion whenever we got the uh, streams all set up. I'll ask my team. In fact, um, where are we at? Hang on. Let me make a note. Let me make a note. I usually keep uh, like sticky notes here on my desk in front of me, but my children <laughs> like to help themselves to my office supplies. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh, I'm going to write this down and then we'll catch up and then we'll get started here real quick. Okay, so we need to uh, schedule the uh, YouTube links for one hour earlier. Yeah, it's got to be with the uh, the time change. All good, though. All right, Isaac's here. Andrew's here. Nima's here. Gavon is here. All right, guys, I'm so excited about this. By the way, last week was crazy, okay? So um, went to Arkansas, went to the lake house. We get there. The Like Wednesday, they're saying snow on Friday. And I'm like, no snow? Are you kidding me? It's spring break. I'm supposed to be out on the lake. So I get there. And I'm watching the weather. We have a great day in Hot Springs. Took my kids to an escape room. Um, what else did we do? We had geocaching. I don't know if you guys ever geocached, but that's a lot of fun. Um, just had a lot of fun outside doing stuff that we can't do around here. And um, Friday morning, you know, the weather says, hey, it's coming in. There's going to be snow. And I'm like, okay, guys, we got to head back. So we were only there for like 40 hours, maybe, which is kind of lame. Um, but yeah, it snowed like a good inch and a half. And I was like, I don't want to be stuck here in case I do get stuck, but came back. Um, and by the way, did I not leave you with the easiest market to trade ever? Right. Almost nothing to do. Brian, good afternoon. So I want to know, how did you guys do over the weekend? Uh, I guess uh, Thursday and Friday. You tell me, tell me in the chat when we were out or when I was out Thursday and Friday, you had your rules. I sent them to you in an email for the exit points. And I'll pull them up here on the screen real quick. In just a second. You had your exit point rules. Did you follow them? Did you look at the trades we had on and you said, okay, first, are our profits locked in? If they are, are we following the back-tested tr trend line? If they are not, are we following any one of these criteria? right? You tell me. I know what I did. And that was nothing because there wasn't anything to do. But I want to know, did you did you get a chance to look at this? Did you think it through? Right? It's one thing for me to just give you all the answers. It's another thing for you to tell me how you did with it. I set you up for success. So I want to hear that you had the success. That's really where I'm going here. Um, but let's do this. Let's get right into our market analysis and then we'll swing back to this. This is the 10-Minute Trading Room, and this is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day, and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. That's kind of why I'm going back to asking how it went Thursday and Friday. Did you take the guesswork out of trading? Of course you did. That was easy, easy. Brian said he took vacation hours, and tours overlapped your afternoon trades, looked after market, and didn't close any positions. Easy as it comes, right? And there are times, which I'll, I'll be talking more about in the final thoughts later on, where it's like, um, this can't continue to happen, right? Uh, come on, we talked, right? We talked about support. And I said, you know what? There may be support here and there. 
but you can't fight a trend. You can't fight a trend. And I'm not saying this is going to go down forever. Not at all. And it could have bounced back. But we don't know at all the future. We don't know what the outcomes will be. But we do know is how to follow our plan. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go take a look at the market real quick. Because with our trading strategy, it always starts with the market. Always, every time, you know that. We look at the S&P 500 moving averages. First, the market breadth. And then lastly, Fin Club. And Brian, I know I got to redo this. So it's bearish. Oh, Andrew, guilty of selling 25%. That's okay. Mark Minervini has a rule. And he says, if you are going to sell something, sell half or do nothing. The reason being of selling half and maybe you're having a little bit of this today, is when you sell half, you don't have any regret. You're like, oh, at least I kept half of it on. At least I took half my profits. Because right now, maybe you're saying to yourself, oh, I wish I had um, sold half, or maybe I wish I had sold more, or maybe uh, you, you were thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I had kept the entire thing on. I don't know, I'm not gonna read your mind. <laughs> but that's what his rule is, is if you do anything, go with half the position. Otherwise, always follow the plan. And speaking of plans, let's take a look at these real quick. And I have I have an idea for today. I want you guys to see it. It's not going to surprise you, but it is a defensive move that we need to make today. All right. So looking here at the market, the S&P 500, let me add some lines back on. We need the 50. Let me just add everybody on real quick. There. Okay. So we need to see the blue line under the black line. That's the, let me make this bigger, sorry. This is the uh, 10-day exponential under the 20-day exponential with price under the 50-day. We've had our uh, death cross back here and the market is super, super weak, very, very sick. This is not any kind of market where anybody needs to be buying anything. The only thing you need to be buying is puts <laughs> or selling things short and holding cash maybe. But for us, of course, we're opportunists. We're not perma-bear, perma-bull, perma-anything. We are opportunists. So right now, the market is set up bearish. Next, let's go to uh, MMFI. This is our market breadth. This continues to be very bearish. We need to see it under 50% to be bearish. And right now, the half of the market, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. 30% of the market is above their own 50-day moving average. The other 70% is below, which is bearish. Finally, today was a green day with Fin Club. Obviously, that has changed this afternoon, but it was up pretty substantially up early this morning, about 1%, I think. And I know um, probably several of their picks already went and hit that, but that's not how we trade. But we do use this as our market timing signal. So with that said, uh, this is going to be a defensive day. Defensive because we are already in the market. We are not going to be adding new positions. And we can't add to any positions today because it's not an offensive day. It's not an offensive day because Fin Club. We need to have all three of these lined up. Now, what I want to do is take a look at each bit of our portfolio. So because we aren't going to be adding to winners, we're not going to be looking at this here. We're going to be going back to our planned exit points here. And we're going to go through each one individually which is only two, so it should be easy. And we'll talk about each one. So first, let's go to Fastly. Now, Fastly could be one of those instances where you're like, oh, this was 20. This was a $20 stock. It couldn't go lower than that. Oh, this was a $15 stock. It couldn't go lower than that. 
Oh, this was a $13 stock. It couldn't go lower than that. We can't set a parameter for where it can't go lower than because as we know, being trend followers, we don't know what that is. All we can do is let the trend play out and then follow along with it. So our planned exit point today, we're just going to move a little bit. Uh, I did update this over the weekend. So your planned exit point on Friday would have been 1496 today. We're going to move it down on the five day again, which puts it exactly at 1443. So remember, this is our planned exit point. We're not going to exit until it goes the other way and crosses through this point. Are our profits locked in? Yes, on both the first and the second positions here. So the only thing that we're going to be doing is following the back-tested trend line. Once that's broken, we're out. So that's easy, right? Let's go to Peloton. Same thing here. Our profit, our, our positions are profitable on both the first and the second entry. Unfortunately, we have not put on the third or the fourth because neither of these two candles here have been on days that are offensive days, right? We weren't able to put on any positions. If we were, that would have been great. But that's part of trading too, is knowing, hey, we're going to have what we have. There are days when there are not any trades to be made and you just let that trend run and continue to run. So our profits are locked in. So we will only be following the back test the trend line, which in this case is the five day planned exit point. So let's pull this in real quick to 2191. And you can see it follows on that gray line there. And that's it. So that's really the majority of our trading today. Just pulling down a couple trailing exit points, not trailing stops, trailing exit points and letting it continue to work for us. Now, I do have a tricky maneuver we need to go pull off today because we are in uh, options that expire this week. Now, we can do this at any point during the week. OK, so we're going to start with Fastly. And pay attention, follow along. This might get confusing. I hope not. But also, I did you a solid. If you go to the Relative Strength Scanner, actually, you're going to need to download a new Relative Strength Scanner. So Relative Strength Scanner here inside the members area. Go down to download a new one because I added something to help you when we roll. Okay? So I added this tab called the Rolling Table. The reason I did this is because I want you to stay on top of where our positions are at, right? Whenever you roll a trade, your profits right now in uh, Fastly, if you're looking at your first position, should be close to 100%. But if all you see is your second position, you might see something that looks closer to 60%. So you actually have profits on 100% on the first one and 60% on the second one. So this is going great. This is how it's designed to work. So what I did here is I created this rolling table. So let's go through real quick how it works. Okay. So this is our first entry point. You can add your notes, whatever, right? This is our first entry point. We paid 430 debit. Now remember, this is our, um, our unit size. Okay. I, obviously, I just put it down to the bare minimum. If this is 10, if this is 30, if this is whatever. Okay. So a quantity of one. One, we, we paid 430 debit to get in. We rolled and took in 356 credit. And then we added a second unit and we paid 435 for that second unit. Let me double check that this is all on Fastly. Now, Fastly, the second unit was um, 
255. Hang on. Hang on here. Put my notes on the other screen. Okay. So we we entered it for uh, I'm sorry, I had my my data wrong here. Minus 440. That's where we got in. We rolled it and took in 455 in credit. I had my Peloton numbers in here, is what it was. We took in four four or we paid 440. We rolled it for 455. Then we added a second unit at 255. Okay, following along, your orders in your account should look exactly like this. You should only have three orders so far. We're going to roll again. And when we do, it might cost us, let's call it $30 to roll. But when we exit, let's say if it gets us uh, $600 in credit, that should net to a very positive position here, okay? You started with one unit for $440. Now you're taking home profits of 900. So if you wanna think of it that way, in the raw terms, you're basically getting a 200% return. Now I'm gonna go through this step-by-step step with you. We'll mark it all down and you can see exactly how we do it. Ready? Okay. The reason we are doing this today is because these expire on Friday. We can leave them on 100%. We can leave them on. Or we can take a couple seconds and go ahead, roll them offensively because these trades are still working. We're not going to take them off. If we take them off in a couple of days, that's okay. We're just going to make sure we don't get into a situation where um, the trade expires on us and we didn't mean it to. So here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to close. So we're going to roll. So I'm looking at Fastly on the March 18th strike, March 18th Fastly, 17 and a half puts. Okay, those are currently valued at 415. Now I want to roll these to April. So when I click here, it should pull both up, yeah. So we're going to sell to close the March 18th, 17 and a half puts, buy to open, the April 14th, 17 and a half puts. Now, as we go through here, remember, we're not rolling winners in this case. We're only doing it to keep the uh, the trade alive. In fact, I could write a new slide for that. But we need to make sure that our extrinsic value is still in line, right? So that's about 5% extrinsic value. We can't go any higher than that because that gets to about a third of extrinsic value. We don't want that. So uh, let's do this real quick. So 26, so we're looking at extrinsic value over the bid uh, ask price. So 26 over 460, 5%, that's okay. So it will cost $30 to roll this trade out, but that's okay. Don't stress because we will continue to keep this trade alive. So I'm gonna go execute it on my end. We're not gonna add any positions here. We're just rolling it out in time to keep the trade alive. Give me a second here, rolling. All right. On my end, I'm doing it to April 14th, 17 and a half. Same number of units. So if you have two, you're rolling two. If you had 10, you're rolling 10, whatever the case is. It's two units rolling out in time. We're not rolling it up, just rolling it out in time. See where I get filled at. Give it a second, working. 
Working. Okay. I am rolled into April and it cost me 35 cents. So now I'm writing this down so you can see exactly. So if we paid 35 cents to roll it into that next trade, but that's okay because when we close it, it's still valued at this 460. Let's use that number. It's still valued at 460. So we'll hit two to close all at 460 means that our original trade cost us $440, okay? We've now made back $610 in profit, okay? So equals uh, 610 divided by 440. So this trade is up 138% from our initial first entry. Are you guys following along? This is why I did this, okay? Because I want to make sure that you understand how and why we're doing this and how much it's worth, okay? So yeah, excellent trade in um, in Fastly. Now we're going to do it again in Peloton. We're keeping the trade alive in Peloton. So we now have 31 days on Fastly. Let's go to Peloton, do the exact same thing. So in Peloton, closing the, closing the 27, puts, closing 27 puts, right? March 18th, March 18th, yeah, yeah. And then I wanna put this in the April timeframe on the 25 puts. By putting it on the April timeframe, on the 25, we're gonna be able to take a little credit, which will actually help improve your cost basis, lowering the amount of margin you have in this trade. Again, if you have any questions, please put them in the chat. Let me do this again. We're going to sell to close the 27. Peloton, March 18th, sell to close the 27s. Buying to open the 25s. When we do, let's see where I can get filled. In fact, before I do that, I just want you guys to follow along totally. So we started with one unit. I'll make sure I'm typing it correctly. We start with one unit at 430 debit. Okay. Then we rolled for 356. 56 credit. So these should be the two orders you see in your account. And we added another unit at uh, 435. Yes. Okay. Now rolling again. Let's see where I can get filled. Remember, this is what we're doing. Sell to close the 27, buy to open the 25, taking in a credit, getting it for 111. Okay, so I was filled at 111 right there. Filled at 111. Now, this was two units at 111. Okay, so we just took in 111 in credit. And if you were to close this right now, let's use 575 as our exit point. So it would be 863. So you'd have 
You spent 430 to enter the trade initially. If you closed it right now, you would have 863 as your total profits. So 863 divided by 430. Oh, just have to go online. Oh no, did I lose the internet stream? I think I'm okay. Okay, for a second I was like, oh no, I've lost the internet. 430 divided by, uh, get it backwards here. 863 divided by 430, what's our initial price. So we're basically up 200% on our initial starting position in Peloton. So that's pretty sweet. So that's what we did today. We rolled out in time for Fastly. I was hoping it would still stay here. It doesn't look like it is. We rolled out in time for Fastly. We rolled, oh, F-S-L-Y. There it is. We rolled out in time for Fastly, same strikes. Took in a debit of 35 cents. We rolled down and out in time for Peloton. And we took in a credit of 111. So yeah, really cool. Nima says, your short Peloton March 18th. Shall I let it expire worthless or buy it back to start a new trade? Short in Peloton March 18th. When you say you're short in Peloton March 18th, let me know what you mean. Are you saying, are you short shares? Is that what you mean, Nima? I think it is. I think it is. If you're saying you're short shares, I that we're leaving it on. We're basically just giving it more time to work with the options. If you're short shares, they shouldn't have an expiration point. I believe that's what you're saying. If so, let me know. Oh, vertical call. Yeah. Roll that out in time. Roll. It's the exact same trade that you've got on on, got on now. We're just rolling it out in time. Um, you can let it expire worthless either way. Uh, I don't know how much you're going to be giving up here. Um, I mean, it's not going to have much value anyway. Let's say if you did the 22, 24. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Nima, if you want, you could do either way. You could let it expire worthless. If you do, um, just know that there is a risk, of course, if it goes the other way, not working out for you. Uh, or you can go ahead and cut it, close it now, establish a new position, or you can roll. Uh, any one of those ideas will work because we are keeping the trade alive. Absolutely. Good, good question. Okay, cool. We covered a lot today. So we're not doing any new trades. We're only keeping alive the two that we already have on. Awesome. Now let's go over to our final thoughts. I have something juicy for you today on this. My pleasure, Nima. I am here for you, man. Absolutely. Brian asked, Fassi was by... April, let me go back to it real quick. Buying the April 14th, 17 and a half puts. Yes, that's what we did. I would love to have rolled it up to the 15s, but right now the extrinsic value is 79 cents. You divide that by 251. That's 31% extrinsic value. We don't need that. We'll eventually roll it up to the 15s, take in a little credit at some point, but today, not today. It's okay keeping the two trades alive, letting them work. Now, talking about letting things work. All right, so the first thing I found on the internet was, is trend trading profitable? Okay, loaded question. Roll button, not helpful. Yeah, I bet you're using in Tastyworks, right? 
It can be if you're going from like week to week or month to month. But because uh, I tell you what, if you go to your settings, I'm not going to do it now because I don't want to show you all my account info. If you go to your settings, there should be something that says um, monthly or weeklies or both. And uh, changing that to uh, only monthlies would allow the role function to work. But I bet you, yeah, yeah, you're using Tastyworks. Perfect, yeah. I bet you it's rolling to the next week. And that's because a lot of the time we're just looking at the weeklies. So yeah, not super helpful. I agree. I was fighting that same battle, but that's what it was. Okay, so is trend trading profitable? Oh, I almost gave my answer away. Is trend trading profitable? I would believe it is. I would believe it is very much. Here's the reason why I say, right? Imagine a stock is trading at $5 and the stock is going to go to $100, okay? The only way it's going to go from five to 100 is inside of a trend. It's not gonna immediately go from five to 100. And even if it did, right? Even if there was like a buyout merger type acquisition thing going on, you'd never know that. You would never know the inside information or you couldn't legally trade on that to make it go from five to 100. But you could see the price going one direction or the other and just follow along with it. Now, don't take it from me. What do I know? I'm just a guy on the internet. Let's take it from Jerry Parker, one of the turtle traders who I admire very much. I like Jerry a lot. I really like Jerry because he's not what you would call um, an intellectual, right? He's a very country, very, very relatable, very down to earth guy. He's not one of those people where it's like, I'm going to spout big words at you and try and confuse you to show you just how smart I am. Not at all. He is super relatable, super chill, super laid back, and super wealthy from trend trading. And Jerry Parker says, profits are not limited because whenever a trend, once established, continues in a sustained fashion without giving any evidence of trend reversal. The trend following principle requires that the position be maintained as long as the trend continues. As long as the trend continues. And I, I opened today talking about, you know, you wouldn't think Fastly was a $20 stock, would go to a $15 stock, would go to a $13 stock, right? You wouldn't think a Peloton being a, what was this up here, a $100 stock going to a $50 stock, now looking potentially sub $20 stock, right? Like Jerry says here, the trend following principle requires that the position be maintained as long as the trend continues. Don't try and tell it when it's going to stop. You just let it go and follow along with it. And that's exactly what we're doing. Then he followed up with this. It took independence and insight for traders to conclude that holding on in the face of what seemed to be outrageous prices and volatility might be the soundest decision of all. The temptation to take profits, it's always great. The temptation to take profits is always great. Andrew, the temptation to take profits is always great. But like Jerry's saying here is that if there is a trend, it may have outrageous prices. It may have volatility. But the soundest decision of all is to let it run. Maintain the position as long as the trend continues. And I know, I know it's hard, right? When you're looking at those open profits, like I don't want to give these back. But then again, those open profits can continue to stack and stack and stack. Brian says, Eve gave, Eve gave in to temptation. <laughs> she sure did. I'm not going to blame her for anything, man. 
uh, Isaac says, some perfect examples that we are in. Yes, perfect examples. Honestly, like at some point in time, somebody said, this can't go lower. And they continues to do so. But again, on the flip side, on the flip side, right? We're not geniuses here. We're just reading the market. On the flip side, side, some point in time, some genius was saying this can't go higher, right? When it was at $20 the first time, <laughs> then went all the way up to 165. Somebody was saying the whole way up, it can't go up. It's too high. Trust me, the people I learned from initially, yeah, they would have said it's at a price, price extreme and you have to go you know, contrarian to that. And I am here to say that is a very fast way to go broke <laughs> when you can just let the trend go. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, that concludes today's trading room. We covered a lot. I'm going to need to send out an email uh, with the details uh, of our rolling positions. But basically, we're rolling from March into April. The reason we're doing so is because the trend is continuing on. Our options are about to expire. And we're just going to let it continue to work for us and roll with that, right? Uh, and you know, too, right? Looking at these charts, you guys now are so much more informed than 99.5% of all traders. And a lot of it has to do with just understanding how to read it. Just like when you were in high, in middle school or high school, learning to read music when you were playing trombone, right? In the middle school band, it was all foreign to you, learning a new language. But now that you can understand how to read it, you can understand how to write it, you can understand how to trade it. So perfect. This was a great, great, great uh, trading room today, guys. I really appreciate your feedback. Every day that you come and every day that you give the um, the interaction makes this better for you. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for coming to today's 10-Minute Trading Room. I will see you here tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of The Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.